Uh, as I said, Mark, looking forward to seeing the team uh, and being back amongst the championship fixtures tomorrow. Although, um, turning the clock back to Preston and the cup tie, you refreshingly didn't pull any punches uh, in our conversation after the match. So, how hard a week has it been on the training ground with, with you and the team? It's been a good week. We've been very focused this week, trying to iron out the mistakes that were made um, in the FA Cup. What I would say is, though, it was a decision based purely on the fact that We've played a hell of a lot of games over the Christmas period and the guys have done ever so well um, with two really strong, aggressive wins and one disappointing result, which there was nothing in the game against Luton. Um, and I just felt against, the FA, against Preston in the FA Cup, we performed so well for a good hour in the game. And uh, Florian Canberra scored a fantastic goal. And at 1-1, he could have went on and scored an extremely... Uh, good goal, which was a big chance for us in a big moment. And then uh, we deflated our fans and I was very annoyed about it because I keep reiterating, we've got the best fans in the league. They travel to every way game. They're so positive. They clap with the end and disappointing performances and they celebrate with us when we, get, we, we have given them some really good wins. And what we've got to understand is the only way we're going to get ourselves out of the situations that we find ourselves in is by being together as a club, showing a great uh, team spirit and doing it as a group um, because we know that all the fans and all the people around the club and the workers and so on are depending on us and we're taking it on board and we're fully focused on the league. My impression, Mark, is that the fans enjoyed the honesty uh, of your appraisal after that FA Cup defeat. The players themselves, though, surely wouldn't have wanted to put their name to that performance. Have you have you seen the correct reaction from the players in the time since, Deepdale? The players have been great. They've been honest. We've addressed it. We've spoke as a group um, and they've accepted responsibility for the manner in which we conceded the goals. And as I said, these, these games come like that. You've got to park it now and you've got to focus on which is important and that's uh, the league. What I would say is, in with that performance, it was a 3-1 game. But as I said, it was a very positive performance leading up to the period where Florian probably missed his second chance. And that kind of swung the game in Preston's direction. However, when you look at Matthew Loughton's performance and young Nick, the keeper as well, was excellent as well and put on a very rounded performance, it was very pleasing for us as a staff. However... Everybody knows at the club I'm a very passionate, emotional guy. I demand high standards. I've shown that in the period I've been here. And when we have not defended well in these big moments, we have to be honest with each other. Because if you're not honest with each other and you bluff each other, you'll not move forward as a group. I've never heard anything so Yorkshire in all my, in all my life, never mind uh, from yourself. So uh, we'll, we'll see what the team's reaction is at Hull City, Mark. Uh, on the training ground this week, your squad has been bolstered in different ways. And I, I'm bursting to talk to you about Anthony Knockout, a player who's damaged Huddersfield Town a lot over the years. Great yeah. to have him in the building. But what about the players who've come back from their loans? Uh, a substantial boost. I'm thinking Josh Caroma, Scott High, Romani, um, yeah, Romani Evans-Green. Um, does that mean your, your squad is, is overpopulated? What is the thinking about bringing them back and how are you going to deploy them? What I would say is it was quite funny this week. Michelle and Kenny were invited up to the disabled supporters group and it was amazing to engage with the fans and have open discussions. And 
one of, there was one really lovely lady there and she said, I'm throwing my season ticket back because Knockart signed. And we were all shocked because we thought we were doing brilliant bringing a player in of this calibre and it's down to the support that we've had from Dave Baldwin and Lee, Lee Bromby to get this deal done. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be more ins and outs in the next weeks. And we know there's not a lot of funds available, but we have to be creative in everything we do. Use our network, be be uh, proactive in the market, and I feel it would be good to refresh in the group. And to be honest with you, the group really deserves that because they've invested so much uh, energy into putting Marcel in pole position to come out of this bottom three. And we're in with a great chance now to go and do it. I've said to you all along, it does not matter what happens now, it matters what happens at the end of the season. And at the end of the season, we need to be in a position where we're safe and we're building for next season and everything could look so much brighter and more rosy about the building come then. Forgive me for pressing, Mark, but specifically on the players returning from loans, can you deploy them in first-team action now or are they being uh, brought back into the building for use as training partners, effectively? Uh, what what happens in these situations is, for example, this week we trained and we know it's busy at the moment due to the transfer window and I feel like I'm almost living at the training ground just now. Um, but uh, to be honest with you, I'm really enjoying the challenge. Uh, I'm facing it head on. Uh, I went up in person to watch the Bolton uh, game against uh, Portsmouth uh, live on Tuesday evening uh, and it was a really good game, uh, two good teams who played with intensity. Um, but what I would say to the guys that are coming in is that if you're not able to play regularly and start for these teams, it's going to be very difficult to come in with us because we're a different animal now from what we were at the start of the season. We're more aggressive in everything we do. We're more disciplined. And we've shown that we're capable of winning games. And that's with a depleted squad with a massive, horrific injury list. And what we have now is a more rounded group. The injury situation is looking better. We have all, all of our Turton back on the grass. We'll have Matty Pearson, who's a fantastic defender, pushing for a start now at the weekend. So as I said, for these guys coming back on loan, we will welcome them back. However, they need to understand that they have to buy into the culture of what we're doing. Um, we haven't got a lot of time to waste on doing any more experiments. And as I said, um, they have to show a real drive and determination to fight and foster selling to, to my uh, thinking moving forward. That's very promising news about Ollie Turton and Matty Pearson. Uh, thank you for that. There was some concern about Lee Nichols uh, in the build-up to and during the cup tie at Preston, Mark. What's his situation injury-wise? I was going to start Nick regardless, guys, because I feel Nick's done really well. He's shown he's a very accomplished number two. He's growing as a young man. He's a very confident boy and he's got a really relaxed, uh, calm manner, which he's shown in training and he deserved his chance. Um, what I would say is that in terms of uh, Lee's injury, we're assessing it with the medical staff at the moment. And guys, if it is a bad situation with Lee, we just have to accept it and be creative uh, and move forward. But what we will do is we'll put everything we've got to support young Nick because he's a brilliant boy. He's come through the ranks here and he's desperate to play games as well. And we've shown that the way we went down and won some games away from home and, and had some hard-earned draws this season with a depleted squad. What we do as a staff is we go in and we believe that we're going to win every game, no matter who the opposition is. Regardless of who's playing in the squad, whether they're young, 
old, experienced, one of the big earners, one of the small earners. Everybody's fighting for a place. I will include Canberry in that, amongst others. You had a personal connection from, from your own professional history with Canberry, which made it logical for you to bring him in, Mark. What about Anthony Knockart? How on earth do you get a player like that? Did you know him personally already? Listen, it's, it's down to the creativity from the guys like Dave Baldwin, Lee Bromby and the recruitment team. We're having constant dialogue at the moment. We're in meetings constantly. Sometimes you're forgetting actually what time it is in the day, but that's the that's the best part of being a, a head coach at a club this uh, size and stature is that it's very exciting. And as I said, these players really deserve um, the support and the help now moving forward. And we're trying to get the absolute best in the building. And of course, Nokia comes into that bracket. I've got my own personal encyclopedia of his brilliance against Huddersfield Town, amongst others in Yorkshire. Uh, you tell us from a coach's point of view, though, what he can bring at this stage of his career, because the first time he, he performed very well in the memory of Huddersfield Town fans is actually a good decade ago now. Listen, what we would say about Anthony is, is, is very clear. I love players with uh, personality and character, guys who go on the pitch and own the pitch and play with freedom and express themselves. And in the final third, you could see that we've lacked that, and I think he's going to be a great addition to the squad. We'll have to be careful that um, he's had a very busy week in terms of getting international clearance, travelling back from Greece and sorting out his things. So we have to be calm and relaxed in terms of how we build for this weekend. Um, and moving forward, it's going to be a great addition for the squad. Um, there is a question on my mind which I suspect might be better directed at uh, head of football or somebody else in the Huddersfield Town family, Mark. But I'm going to ask you again uh, personally, forgive me, if Knockhart is to be deployed in the first team, do we also have to prepare ourselves for an existing key player departing? Uh, because the squad feels very big in certain compartments at the moment. I think what I would say to you is I would counter, uh, counter what, what you're saying, Augie, and I want to do it in a respectful manner because... You all have to understand the squad's big, you know why? Because they've been brave enough to play young players and let them develop in a very hard situation. And everyone's got to accept that these guys have got a long, long way to go. They need to continue to work hard, buy into the culture that we've created at the club, not just me from Lee Bromby and all the staff. And we have to move forward with this group. So what you've got is you've maybe got a lot of numbers there but you've actually got a lot of numbers due to the, how well the young lads have done in the period that they've been involved due to our massive injury list. And as I said, I feel it benefits these young players being about the group regardless. If they're involved week in, week out, because they're going to have the benefit of the intensity in the training, the technical work, the tactical work and everything that goes on with that. And that's what's very pleasing for me at the moment is that Although we're put ourselves with a fighting chance now to stay in the league and we're moving forward at a good pace, we've also seen development from players who have moved up from last season. So, Kasumus, League One player, Radones, League One player, Tyree Simpson also at Swindon, League Two, and so on. They're all developing well, they're all coming along at a good pace, and that's what we're here to do as a club. I'll ask you finally, if I may, Mark, about the prospect of playing Hull City, which is a fixture that has delivered a lot of joy for you already in, in your short tenure as Huddersfield Town head coach. 
does that present an opportunity to to build on the result you already achieved against them? What I would say overall is that I'm really unsatisfied with what I've brought to the table so far because I feel that we could have had a hell of a lot more wins than what we've had based on my performance levels. And it's my duty and responsibility to turn that. And that's why I work relentless. Um, I'm giving everything I've got and I'm leaning on all the experiences I've had of what I've done so far as a coach to get the best out of this team. Um, and we're really looking forward to Hull at the weekend, who's a very good opponent, um, who have been doing extremely well of late. But we are also a team that's been playing with a lot of confidence. And we have to move forward as a group. And we will be going here to give our really uh, important uh, performance and win for our brilliant fans who back us every single week, especially at home, the turnout that they've been giving us is, is incredible. And as the leader of the club at the moment, I couldn't be any more prouder to see them clapping us on uh, that field. And I've made it clear that um, we are very grateful for that. And we have to continue giving them positive performances and move out of the situation where... And when we move off the bottom of the table, it's going to be a brilliant feeling at the club for everybody. Many thanks, Mark. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks, Ogden. We'll come to Stephen in the room next, please. No. Hi, Steve. You mentioned Matty Pearson and Ollie Turton there. Are they close for, for this weekend, then? Yeah, very close. Matty, more so, Steve, always uh, ahead of schedule, which is great. Um, as I said, we know what we're getting with the guys. It's a real uh, big characters, the both of them. Um, and I'm really very happy that they're coming back into the fold. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a player you've missed, Matty Pearson in particular, isn't he? That, that voice at the back. Yeah, listen, he's a leader in everything he does. He's a very vocal player. Um, and we're very happy to have them back. And for me, moving forward, they type of players are going to be invaluable to us um, because they really care about the situation and everybody's very active and trying to do something about it. And you could see the way they were putting in the performances that it shouldn't take too long to come off the, come out of this bottom three. And how's Jonathan Hogg? Is he looking at being in contention again this weekend? Jonathan's trained really well. You know, Jonathan's... Uh, a massive part of what we're trying to do. He's the captain of the club and the leader and everything he does, he's a massive presence and we're really looking forward to having him back uh, this weekend. And as I said with Jonathan, in regards to his age and the way he goes about his business, we'll have to just tailor his week um, because I've touched on before, he's not a player who knows how to play half cut. Everything he does is at full throttle and that's why he's such a special player for the club. And you mentioned Lee Nichols there as well. What's what's his situation? Is it the same shoulder as last week? Yeah, of course. We're talking to Lee at the moment with the medical guys about his shoulder situation. Um, and as I said, we've had a lot of injuries in the past since I've been in here. We've never complained about it. We've always just puffed our chest out and got our head up. And we go out there and perform for these fans and perform to win the games. And if we go into this game with young Nick, We'll do it and we'll back him because he's been training really well and he's been strong. And if we've got our keeper available as well, we'll go into it with the same mindset to go and win at Hull. Yeah, he's, he's been a massive player for Huddersfield, obviously player of the year last year. Um, it'd be a, a loss to be without him, wouldn't it? He's one of the best keepers in the league. 
Um, I've made it clear he's a massive character, he's a fantastic guy, and you can see the way he performs. He's so proud to play for this club, and I'm really proud to work with him as well, and he's been exemplary in his professionalism since I've been in here, um, and he's been a big reason that we've won the games that we've won. Uh, and as I said, um, the medical guys on us will assess that, but young Nick's been top. He works really hard in training. He's a very calm guy, as you could imagine. He comes from Australia. He's laid back. He's got a nice personality and the same with Chappers as well. Chappers has been like a cat in training the last week and a half um, and they're pushing each other very well. Um, is there a possibility you might look to get a keeper in um, as a more experienced backup? I think what we'll do is we'll focus on the game this weekend and then we'll take it from there afterwards. Um, we're always looking to freshen up and improve the squad. We know the situation we're in, that there's not massive funds available, but what we can do is we can be creative with it, um, lean on our network. Um, and as I said before, we're in constant dialogue. Um, that's the great thing about this club. There's a great support network for the football staff. We all sit and discuss topics and themes to move forward to help this team build. And uh, they're going along uh, at a nice rate. I want it to be a little bit quicker. I want everything to accelerate a lot quicker because, as I keep saying to the guys, I want the business done that we stay in this league and I want to do it as quick as we can. Um, how are Pat Jones and Danny Ward? What's their outlook at the moment? Pat Jones is coming along great. Um, he's been out on the field. He's doing individual work. He's touching the ball and he's getting close to full strength. And that's another one that come into the bracket of Kino Anurin and so on. I haven't even had these guys for one minute on the pitch. And what we call these guys are match winners. You know, the real players that could go and take the game by the scruff of the neck alongside the likes of Holmes and so on. Um, and for me, it'll be massive when he comes back into the group. Danny's uh, had a hamstring injury. Um, he had a niggling back injury and he, he it's led now to a hamstring injury, which has been unfortunate because we all know how important a fit Danny Ward is to this squad and to the team. Um, so the quicker we get him back, the better. Um, I would have to, as I said, I'm in constant dialogue with the medical guys in regards to these players, and we are just assessing it daily, and it's very difficult to put a, a, a lengthy sort of timescale on how long it's going to be until he's back. But we'll support him in every way, the way we have done with all the injured players. Um, you mentioned Pat is one of those creative players in the final third. You've got quite a lot of them now. You've got Brahima, Dwayne Holmes, Anthony Nafkart, Zorb Thomas, Jack Radoni. It gives you a lot of a lot of options in that area of the pitch. What I would say is that we have to be careful. You know, we know Brahima is only a 19-year-old uh, kid that was on loan at Harrogate. And due to the intensity of the training and the tactical aspect and the technical side of it, he's improving every day and he's getting better all the time. And what he's done alongside... The other core of young players is they've put their cell into the reckoning, which is a real testament and credit to their cell. Um, but what we need at this period of the season is we need people that have been and done that, uh, been it and uh, been there and done it in the championship, who know how to handle uh, stressful situations, who, who know how to handle big pressure and put demands on their cell. And that's when the likes of Mockhart and so on come into this uh, bracket where... Um, we're very happy that they're here and they'll be a, a very welcomed addition to the squad. Um, and after last week, you said, you know, you'd be picking your team based on what you'd seen last week. Um, 
sometimes it's quite confusing with me because after games, um, and I hope you all understand this as well, is that I'm a very passionate coach. Um, you could see the way I push these players on the sideline. Um, and I need to do it because we've not got a wealth of experience in there. And as I said, after uh, games, you're very much caught up in the moment. Um, and I always try to put clarity on the situations and take the emotion out of out of it. And what I will say as well is that I'm a very broad uh, Dundonian with a Dundonian Scottish accent. And sometimes a lot of my, my sort of context could be taken taken in a different manner. Um, so sometimes it's fine when we take the emotion out of the game afterwards and we clear it up. Just to make clear, I pick the team. Every single week I pick the team. No one's ever come in here to tell me who to play or not to play. It's no down to financial. It's no down to anything other than one thing, how I analyse the performance of these players. If they perform in training well, and they show me, Kenny Muller, Narcisse and Paul Clements, that they're in a good mood and they're ready to do what we want to do as a team collectively and, and down to what our game plan is, they will start in the team. If they're not in that manner, they could find themselves out the squad. Yeah, um, it's good to have clarity on that. Um, what I was going to say, though, you, you said you'd pick it based on what you'd seen against Preston was, was your, your meaning, wasn't it, at the weekend? Does that mean there might be changes this weekend? Any players who you feel might? What I would say is moving forward is we need men in the building. Guys that are going to go out there and they've been there and they've done it, i.e. Matty Pearsons and so on. They've got big characters. They play with personality. They can take the game by the scruff of the neck. They know how to manage the game. And if we continue and we had injuries, which could happen in this league, the young players will come into a very settled side and they'll get looked after well. And that's not been the case. These young lads have done exceptionally well. They have played without fear. They've went there and they faced the situation head on, which is a real credit to their show. But we are now coming to the business end of the season and we need our big players back quick and we need to go on a run now. That's all for me. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Leon, thanks for your patience. Morning, Mark. You OK? Good morning, Leon. Good. Uh, I was just sort of wondering, Anthony Knockout, is, is that special sort of player? He, you know, he, he can make something happen out of nothing. Have you sort of coached those sort of, um, I don't know if, the, if it's the right word, those sort of maverick sort of players before? They're a, they're a different different sort of beast, aren't they, almost? you just got to let, you know, let them produce the magic almost. Yeah. What I've done is I've been able to uh, have the pleasure of playing with them and I've also coached them. So... At the back end of my career, when I was at Nottingham, I played with a young man called Jack Grealish, and he was incredible. Yeah. Phenomenal player, played with personality, played with uh, confidence, and there was another young man in there who's now the captain of Celtic called Carl McGregor, and he's a guy that I hold very dearly to myself. Yeah. And he's the same bracket, he's a maverick, he's a maestro, he controls games single-handedly, and as I said, you have to give room always for these type of players in your your squad especially the way I want to play because I want to play with the creative uh, idea in the game in the last third and as I've said we've not been able to do that and it's purely down to the injury situation Tino Angerine also comes into that bracket you know, yeah. Tino Angerine, Pat Jones and so on are match winners alongside your homesies and we've been unfortunate 
But listen, we've never once moaned about it. We've put our yeah, chest yeah. out and our head up as a group and we've went out there and we've still won games and we'll continue yeah. to win games. Yeah. If you if you do manage to get a, a tune out of, out of Anthony and that, that could potentially, it is a team game, but that could be a, a massive difference in your season, couldn't it? Yeah, listen, there's no doubt about it, but what I would also say is that and emphasise, we never put too much pressure on any one individual in the team. Yeah, It's the yeah. team that wins games, no individuals. What these guys do in their area of the field is to bring a, an individual class. And that's what Dwayne Holmes has done in the last week. He's been one of our best performers. He showed absolute quality and big moments in the game, which we've yeah. been asking for him, and he's really in for him. And the only reason I left him out with his weekend is to freshen him up because he's been playing every game of late. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting Holmesy on fire and so on, Noki and so on in this final third. And I think it's going to help the group. I sense from what you said earlier that you feel that this this time is really the crux of your season. It's going to really, you know, di- sort of dis- decide it this sort of... You know, next one of games is this next month ago. This sort of time, there's no excuses now. You've got to, you know, you've got to crack on and start doing the business. I've been explaining that to the lads. You know, they've done ever so well. We've we've made that clear to them. You know, from yeah. where this yeah. club was at the start of the season, we're all chasing. I use a Scottish phrase which talk about you're chasing your tail constantly. You're constantly chasing your tail from what happened at the yeah. start of the season and what the disappointment levels were at the club. Forget about it. This team's been winning games. They will win games. We're now facing all the clubs around the belt when the next nine to ten games. Yeah. And it's up to us now to take responsibility. And we've got some good players in the group and they look really motivated. And I'm very optimistic, you know. Uh, you all know is by now I'm a confident yeah. guy and I believe in this group. And if I wasn't confident, I wouldn't have come here because we knew the seriousness of the situation from the start of the season. And what we've done yeah. is we've brought a real calmness to it. And we've got to be calm, never get too high when we're winning games, which we've not done, and yeah. don't get too low when we lose games because there's teams all around about us in this mini league yeah. that, have, yeah. that are on far worse uh, runs than us at the moment. I was just going to check, finally, one of the players come back, Scott High, could, obviously going to be assessing him. Could he technically go out again because he's not, he's not played as he pulled his field this season, so he could potentially be, be loaned out again? Could he? I don't know about that. Is that right, David? Yes, it is, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. It's okay, Mark. Yeah, I just want a bit of clarity. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you. In terms of Scott, for me, guys, Scott's trained fantastic. He's put his shell right in the reckoning and he'll be involved at the weekend. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Leon. Jim, thanks for your patience. Nice to see you again. Well, um, Mark, uh, good to see you again, Mark. Have a new year, pal. You're right. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, Mark, you mentioned there about going through the whole of Huddersfield squad, looking at academy players, development players, uh, giving them their opportunity. But is this transfer window for Huddersfield all about experience, all about getting guys who've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt that the saying goes in, that she can't really take gambles on on players, on young players and players out loan who are looking to make a name for themselves and get that bit of experience. It's all about getting proven quality in the door now. Well, not at all. You know, we want to mix it up. Um, if we feel there's young players that have got uh, extremes that want to come in the building and be a part of what we're doing, then we're also open to that. And it's just about having a constant dialogue at the moment. As I've said before, there's some long nights 
I'm probably living here at the moment. I would be better to put my bed there next to the, the lunch area, but it's no problem. I love this. This is why I've come down here and committed it because I'll do everything I can to make sure this club stays in the league so that we can build and have a big, big season moving on. Um, and for me, it's just about speaking, being all open and honest with each other as a club. And as you can see at the moment, we've not got a lot of funds available, but we've been creative. And that's due to Dave Baldwin and Lee Bromby and the guys in the recruitment showing the support needed and also identifying the guys that could come in and be welcomed additions to the squad and they're going to fit in really well. And we all know, Mark, you've been in the business a long time. We've been covering football for a long time. Football is a fickle game, as I say. Momentum is everything. And uh, successive wins can turn a season like that, like a drop of a hat, really. And so how big would that be for Huddersfield to put back-to-back -back results together, whether it's two home wins, whether it's a home and away win, but just to get two victories back-to-back, -to, -back, to just build a bit of momentum? Because every time you seem to build a bit of momentum, you, you, you meet a hurdle and you're restarting again almost. Listen, since you've come in the door, the guys will tell you the players have constantly been pushing them to break the barriers down. There was a barrier earlier on in the season and it was that we hadn't won an away game. So we broke the barrier down. Then there was a barrier that we hadn't done back-to-backs. We broke the barrier down. Now the next barrier for me is doing three on the bounce. Then the barrier after that will be doing four on the bounce. I believe in this group. We will win games. There's a great team spirit here and the, gr the group's becoming more rounded. We've had to deal with some horrific situations in regards to injuries, people that are match winners that have gone out, losing your captain, losing your experienced centre-backs, um, losing centre-backs to COVID on the day of games. But as I said, this is what the club's about. We're the terriers. We just roll our sleeves up and we'll go again. We've got big belief in ourselves as a club and we are going to do everything we can to stay in this uh, uh, league which we believe we belong in here to build moving forward to go out of this league. And what I would say is that when you build momentum and you start winning games regularly, it's addictive and that's what we need to do. We win, we move to the next one, we park it and then we go again. And that's the mentality that I want to bring to this club alongside my coaching staff. And I know, Mark, it's all about the next game for you, one game at a time. You're not really concentrated, I suppose. It's too early in the season, really, to get too bogged down on the table as sort of such. But it, it, it is, in essence, to you. But take your opponent this weekend, Hull City, uh, have pushed away from that sort of relegation gap. There's currently eight points between you at the moment. Uh, if that was to... God forbid, squat by uh, to stretch by another tree. Is that comes a worry then that the likes of Hull and all that are pushing further, further away for you? Do you need to roll these teams back in now? The teams that are around 15, 16, 14 to really roll them back in towards you, not to let them get get, get away from you. Just focus on the game at a time. That's all we do. We just focus on the next game and we'll go to win. Mm.
And uh, finally, for me, Mark, I suppose in terms of the Huddersfield, we mentioned the experience, and you have an awful lot of experience. Guys who played in championship uh, semi-finals, uh, playoff finals. You look at like the Tom Lees, Mark Pearson, Jonathan Hogg, Jordan Rhodes. There's experience all down through the, the spine of this Huddersfield, and I suppose that really is the key to have that blossom of youth and energy and pace around the sides, but really have the experience down the spine. Yeah, it's just to keep this uh, spine in a good uh, rhythm and make sure we'll wrap them up in cotton wool that they're available every weekend because I think three or four of their names have not been available since they've been in the building.